Good morning, my good friends. I hope all is well with you this August 24th, 2020. I hope that your quest for meaning is a fruitful one. After all, uh, life without meaning is not much of a life at all. Trust me, of this I know. When we flounder in our own egotistical behavior, when we live self-centered and not for others, that's not really the meaning. We're not going to find any meaning that way. So I hope this day that you are striving for Uh, The new thing, the new hope, the new meaning. Uh, It's important for us to understand that uh, there are many, 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 many opportunities for a person to find meaning in their life. And so that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the gift of new beginnings. And as a part of that, the gift of of endings. (laughs) Because sometimes the end of things is, is the real gift as well as the new beginning. You know, you've heard me say in these podcasts a million times that we we, to some degree, create our reality. We, we are programmed in such a way to, to have certain wants and needs. Um, we buy into these. We try to form our life around them. And part of the process of learning to live most certainly is understanding that what we think we want what we desire, what we plan and scheme and hope for is often not what the universe intends for us and that ending something and looking to the new beginning is most certainly as much a part of life as drawing your next breath. All of us, I think, if we have lived any life, can honestly say that we have uh, suffered the slings and arrows of what life has to offer us. Some of us have found our way through them. Some of us are going through them. Uh, All of us will experience uh, endings and new beginnings. The question is, how do we understand them? How do, we, how do we process them? How do we go through them? Because if we don't frame endings and new beginnings in a certain way, uh, they can get the better of us. Uh, let me tell you a story real quick about not processing endings very well. Uh, I knew a, a man many years ago. This is many, many years ago. Uh, he was in his early 40s at the time. So I was probably in my 
my mid-30s. So we're talking 20 years ago or better. And uh, he was an, a nice man. He was a, a, a person who I enjoyed visiting with. Uh, and he had worked in the same job for 20 years at that point. And he got fired. A new boss came in. Uh, he, he lost his job. I, I don't know the details. I don't know what the purpose was. Maybe it was personality. I don't know. But, but he, after 20 years, his, really his entire adult life, working at this one particular job, he, he was let go. Uh, and it wasn't as a, as a downsizing or anything. It was just obviously something personal to him. And uh, it just devastated him. It, it, it absolutely wrecked him. Uh, wrecked his marriage. Wrecked his life. Wrecked his hope. He had invested completely in this profession. In this job. It, it gave him worth. It gave him a sense of identity. And within uh, a few days' time, that was all taken away. Now, I am of the belief that if we don't frame that kind of thing in a certain way, it affects every aspect of our life. And it certainly did this gentleman's. His kids were out of control after this. Uh, his wife they were preparing for a divorce, and lo and behold, he was diagnosed with esophagus cancer. Uh, now, he was a smoker, uh, didn't necessarily live a very healthy lifestyle, but, but I have to think that maybe not being able to get back up, not being able to give meaning to what had happened to him contributed to his, his illness. Uh, I have seen enough of that kind of thing to know that how we are, who we are, how we respond affects every aspect of our life. So he, he passed away. It was, a, it was a sad thing. I think he was 43 maybe when he passed away. But because he had invested so heavily into the meaning of, of what this job gave him. Uh, and because he invested so heavily into this work, uh, when that was gone, it seemed as though everything was gone. And I have taken that with me uh, through my life because uh, things are going to end, folks. Uh, George Harrison was right that all things must pass. There is no permanence in, in this incarnation, in this world. There is no permanence. We are going to grow older every day. Things are going to pass. Things are going to transition. And things are going to end. Relationships, jobs, you name it. Now, we hope that if we live a spiritually healthy life, uh, that those endings will happen in some way that is helpful and nurturing. But I will tell you more often than not, they don't. Uh, 
human beings are not good at the endings of things. It seems as though we have to reach out and and um, find uh, a negative response to things that end. Uh, a divorce from anything. I, I've never seen a divorce in a, in a married couple happen completely amicably because we have to frame that in a way that, that justifies how we behave. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I think things should end. If you are in a dysfunctional marriage, an abusive marriage, abusive relationship, it should end. Uh, if there isn't love there anymore, people should not live in misery. Uh, however, <laughs> I think if we could help teach people to look at the deeper aspects of life earlier in their life, if I can somehow, if, if we can somehow help the 23-year-old know on some level about the beginning and ending of things, about the deeper spiritual matters of life, I, I just think it's going to be a better world. They, they may not all get it, or they may, uh, but I, I think we have become so myopic, so into our own programming that we can't end things nicely. And I will tell you that I have found this out, I have come to this understanding through my own inability to end things that I know were already dead uh, nicely. We just don't do it. We, we invest heavily in something. We don't have necessarily the spiritual equipment or awareness to see when it's gone, when it's over, and we, we hold on to it. Or uh, we don't put the work, we don't invest the work into uh, changing with the relationship, be it in a job or a relationship or... Um, politically, religiously, whatever it may be. We, we are people of stagnation, most human beings. We struggle with transformation. You've heard me say that in these podcasts before also. We don't incline ourselves to change. And when things are not accepted, when change is not accepted as they are, we get into real trouble. Any relationship has to evolve. It takes work. Any system has to evolve. Any ideology, anything that a human can come up with, it has to evolve. It has to change. Uh, and if you put work into it and hold on to your own integrity and allow other people in the relationship to hold on to theirs, you can make good, solid friendships, good, solid marriages, However, uh, if there's no adaptability, chances are uh, those things are going to end. And I will just say this, that uh, my inability to adapt has always come, always come from my spiritual immaturity, my living out of my ego, uh, and my ability to, my inability, excuse me, to adapt, to change, uh, has led to great misery in my life. 
To put it simply, folks, we don't do endings very well because we don't know how. When we believe that our ego is right and everyone else is wrong, when we are in denial about who we really are, when we have to preserve a way of life because of a paycheck or whatever, uh, we lose ourselves in those things. Uh, I have heard it said uh, that hell is simply a place where people don't want to change. And I have to believe that. I have to believe that. Any healthy relationship, any healthy system, any healthy um, part of being human, you will find at the core of that healthiness, and I mean truly healthy, I don't mean pretend, facade, I mean truly healthy relationships, there's an adaptability, there's an acceptance, there's a grace that lies at the bottom of that. So we don't do endings very well. Uh, but we do count on beginnings. We do count on the new beginnings. Can you imagine what life would be without new beginnings in it? Now, the reason for this podcast is that I sent my uh, two younger sons. I have an adult daughter, an adult son who is in college, and uh, two younger sons. I sent my two younger sons to school uh, this morning for the first time since March because of uh, the quarantines and the pandemic. And they were just giddy, nervous, yes, but excited for the new. And it was good to see. It's good to see people get excited for the new thing. Now, with we humans, uh, unfortunately, that newness uh, will wear off very quickly. (laughs) Uh, And... Getting up and going to school will become a routine. Uh, And if we're not adaptable, uh, the newness, the hope of the new fades very quickly. I just want to offer to you that life is both endings and beginnings, and it's how we approach them that matters. I am so grateful for both. Uh, I am so grateful that there are certain aspects of my life that ended so I could grow, so I could flourish. There are certain uh, dead branches of my life that have been pruned away. Uh, And in hindsight, I recognized what I didn't recognize at the time was that that pruning needed to happen in order for me to grow. And I'm so grateful for the growth, the newness that comes from The pruning, I think accepting that that is the way the universe works is so important. So my personal goal, and I would offer this to you, is to not have to keep learning that same lesson about endings and beginnings the hard way. To... Stay aware spiritually enough to know when to end things, to know when it's time to transition. Because if we don't, we wither and we die. And as a side note, I would say, folks, that 
one of the things we're going to learn through this pandemic is that so much of the institutions, so much of, that was my dog chasing the cat, by the way, so much of our institutions uh, failed to adapt, have, and certainly have failed to adapt in this circumstance, and that failure to adapt will, will lead to the end of, of many things. Are you adaptable? Are you malleable? Yes, it is painful for the ending of things quite often. Yes, it is joyful for the beginning of things. And guess what? That is life. And as I'm sitting here speaking, I'm looking out upon my wife's flowers. I got to tell you this. And there is a beautiful yellow butterfly flying around my wife's flowers. I mean, what a great symbol, right? That, that caterpillar now flies. And it was not an easy transition. Same goes for us, folks. This life is about spiritual growth because this life is a spiritual life. I don't care where you are at on the journey. It is a spiritual life. And we are simply that metaphor. You know, we are that caterpillar becoming something different. We are the butterfly eventually, hopefully. And that, that metamorphosis, that transformation does not come easy. For we humans who are conscious, it means we have to know when to end something and when to begin something. It means we have to try to do that with the same spiritual qualities of love and grace and hope and support that we profess. Because if we just end things like the rest of the world, then, then we're just part of that old programming. One more story about the ending uh, and a new beginning, and, and then I'll, I'll let you go here. I had a friend many, many years ago uh, who decided to leave one spiritual institution, one religious institution, and go to another. And it wasn't that he was, you know, necessarily all that angry. He had just grown out of what this one uh, denomination had taught, and he wanted something different. But rather than making that transition smoothly, uh, he publicly began to put down the institution that he's moving from. Now, trust me on this, all institutions fall short. I, I often think most institutions are constructs of the human ego. However, he was hurting friendships. He was destroying friendships made in one particular church and that was part of how he was trying to break away. And it was sad to watch. Uh, now, I don't know what happened to this person. They eventually left friends and everything. That ending is not handled well. I hope that he found a place where he could belong. But the cautionary part of that story is this. That if... If we don't learn to live out of grace, 
if we don't learn to live out of honesty, if we don't learn to live out of clarity, uh, out of hope, then every ending is going to be a disaster because that's the way we have to make it to end it. Consequently, or conversely, often people become overexcited about a new beginning. They find a job they think, or a person they think is the absolute answer, and they discover that it's not. Because the answer doesn't lie outside of us. The answer to these things lies within us, folks. It's a part of us. It is how we perceive the world. Do we perceive the world with gentleness and grace? Now, I don't always. I will tell you that. I get angry. I get frustrated. I get full of anxiety. And those things are trying to tell me something. They're trying to tell me that I'm not acting out of grace. And I need to listen to them. Because the truth of the matter is, things are going to end. They're going to begin. They're going to end They're going to begin. Life is transitory. It will not stay the same. It cannot stay the same. It is not designed to stay the same. No matter how much we want to not change, we will change. The person addicted to drugs who wants to remain in that hell, they may think they can, but they can't because it just gets darker and darker. The person who remains in a marriage that's abusive, waiting for the abuser to stop, Abusing, it won't happen. It just keeps going because we don't know how to adapt. We don't know how to change. And it it doesn't even have to be that extreme. It can be something as simple as as just a career change or a change of, of thinking or a change of political views. We have to be able to say to ourselves, we don't have the answers and we are open to the answers. We are open to those endings and beginnings. So, again, may the end of things for you be done with abundant grace. May the beginning of things be done with abundant hope. And may all things be done with abundant love. Take care, my friends. I hope this was helpful, and I will talk to you again very soon.